Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Indie Artist Music Hustle with Blonde Intelligence. I'm your host, Miss Ronnie, where I always seek to give you exquisite cranial repertoire. This week, we have a very special guest. We have Miss Lindsay Ferguson. Say hello to everyone. Thank you, Ronnie. Hi. How are you doing? Ah, I'm, I'm doing well. I've been um, promoting the release of my new album, Being a Girl, this past weekend. And so I've been kind of on the, the computer or on my phone pretty much nonstop for the past several days. So getting, getting a little overwhelmed, but happy. Okay. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to start out with letting you tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Sounds great. Um, so I'm I'm a 26 year old singer songwriter. I live in Los Angeles with my fiance Jordan. Um, he and I are also in a band called Ned and Wendy the band. Um, I started making music for fun when I was like 11 years old. Um, you know I've been writing songs for as long as I can remember. Um, and after I graduated from college, I moved to New York City, where I got my master's in music business at NYU. Um, and while I was doing that, I um, was working on some of the songs that are on the album that just came out. And that was actually how I connected with my now fiance. And then during quarantine, decided to move to Los Angeles to live with him and start our band. And it's just been sort of a like musical whirlwind um for the past i don't know two years or so and and I'm, I'm really excited to have put out you know my first album after all of that I, I i feel really good about it okay so tell me this i interview um another another artist once and she told me that she felt like los angeles was very congested and people trying to make it in different aspects of the entertainment industry. So do you think coming from New York, coming from New York, do you think that between both places, which place is the best place for a new artist to start their career? Ooh, okay. That's, I think, I think it really, I think in part it depends on the kind of music that you're making. Um, and I mean, I, I'm honestly not entirely sure right now what what kind of genres or sounds would would work best in what city, but I know at different times, you know, you've had more of like an underground, you know, punk scene in New York, and meanwhile you've got sort of like, you know, the the hippie music and then moving forward then you have more of like a hip-hop um you know sound in LA with like indie in New York so it's I think there is some um you know sound specificities but I guess what I've found is that I think because there is a little more space in LA. There's still a ton of people and we're all kind of trying to do the same thing, but like physically there's more space. Um, when you do 
come into contact with people. I think there's there's more time that people put into getting to know each other. Whereas in New York, everything's very crowded. There's people all around. You're moving at a much faster pace. So sometimes I think personal connection, which can also be a creative connection, can be you know missed in that city. And I think for me, that's been the the biggest like positive of living in LA has just been that people take more time to connect with each other. And that's been really helpful as an artist. Okay. So tell me this. I know you told me that you started doing music as a hobby when you were 11 and that you moved to LA to be in a band. So with this being your first project, have you ever done anything else as a solo artist outside of a band or is being in a band a brand new thing for you? Um, yeah, I, I've, I've, as, as a solo artist, um, I've released several singles before this album. Um, I recorded a live album when I was in um, London a couple years ago. And you know, I've played. I've played live at a couple of small venues, um, specifically in New York. I've played at like Pianos and Rockwood and Arlene's Grocery, which are all kind of like East Village uh, spots for for young artists. Um, but this this is my first time having having moved to LA. This is my first time being a part of a of a band, um, and that's you know that's an incredible entirely new experience because I think I think before I was in a band making music felt more like just something I've always done um, and not not quite a hobby it's it's more you know a part of me than than that um, but now being a, in a band there's a little bit more intention a little more planning, you know, working with another artist, collaborating. Um, it's not just kind of the, it's not just the the stuff that just comes out of me on a regular basis. You know, it's, 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 it's more of a practice. Um, and, and I, you know, it's, it's like a sport, you know, I'm not just really, you know, I'm not just someone who happens to be good at, you know, dribbling a basketball when I'm when I'm playing around with it now. It's like I have to practice the drills. I have to figure out the offense and the defense. And um, and it's I think it's been really I think that's been really good for me as an artist. Tell me, how do you think your background in music business has helped you as an artist? Um, well, I mean, well, wait a minute. I, let me this, back up. let me back up. Help you as in not making some common mistakes that you see other new artists make. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 been very very helpful in that way. Um, so again, you know, I just released um, my my first big album as a solo artist, and I've done all of the marketing for it, all of the promotional content, all of the outreach. Um, and the the courses that I took in my master's program really helped me um, with 
kind of like the first steps, you know, figuring out what are all the, the outlets that I can send my music out into? What are, what are, you know, areas that I hadn't thought about before? Like, you know, PR, I hadn't thought about, you know, press releases when I was releasing my singles when I was early, whenever I was younger. And, and so, you know, I started looking into pitching to music blogs, which led me to this really cool site called Musosoup. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, I, I have a feeling it's probably much more common than I ever realized. Um, but, There's you know, what? There's several of them. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should. Maybe I should try a couple more. But, um, you know, looking into something like that was really helpful, you know, knowing it's not just about posting on my own social media. Um, and then, you know, distribution can be a complicated thing, figuring out how to get your royalties, making sure you're also collecting publishing royalties and not just the recording royalties. Um, you know, it's it's almost impossible to make any money as a musician um, anymore unless you're playing a lot of live shows. So to make sure that you're you know, getting revenue from all possible streams is, is really Don't important. Don't forget about your merch sales. What'd you say? Don't forget about your merch sales. Yes, yes. Well, I actually, I did. I made merchandise. Um, I, I used I used Shopify um, mm-hmm. to set up an online merchandise store, um, and and that's been that's been helpful. Um, so yeah, it's it's been. It, it, it's 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 been it's been fun um, kind of thinking strategically and coming up with like an overall creative plan for how to get music out there, how to be how I want to be represented as an artist, and and also just like creating the artwork around the album. It's been really fun. Tell me a little bit more about your album. Uh, so yeah, so the album started when I was living in New York City. I was getting my master's degree. I was a decree degree. Um, I was a you know single single woman doing the the online dating thing, having having a hard time. Um, and eventually, COVID. Um, so you get in the album to kind of travel with me um, back home to live with my parents. Um, I actually finished my master's degree online. Um, I had (laughs) my uh, graduation ceremony. I experienced while sitting in my childhood bed um, (laughs) by myself. I remember I I asked my dad if he wanted to watch and he asked how long it was and I told him and he was like, "Mm, that's okay. So I just sat in my room by myself while I graduated from my master's program and finished school. Um, I did throw my little hat up in there. We got hats, so that was good. Um, So during that time that I was at home, I kept writing and I had never um, tried to produce any of my own music before. I had always sought other producers to work with or thought that songs that I recorded on my own weren't, um, you know, of the quality of music that I could actually release. Um, So I invested in a microphone and um, a a DAW and I got um, Logic and I started 
trying to produce my own music. And at that time, I was um, in touch with a producer who I had worked with um, remotely before. And over uh, FaceTime and, and, and Zoom, he started giving me um, kind of lessons in how to produce. And we ended up falling in love. And uh, so that's all, that's all in the album. And so then from my parents' house, I moved to Los Angeles where that producer was already living and he and I moved into a house together. And the final several songs of the album are songs that I wrote and recorded and produced or co-produced with my fiance from our house that we're in now in Los Feliz. So you get sort of this, um, you know, full story, um, not full story in my life, of course, but um, kind of a story of a, a young woman who's, you know, dealing with a lot of the, you know, daily struggles that, that, that we deal with. And, um, you know, I, and, and then of course the, the non-daily struggles like COVID, but of course we all deal with that too. And, um, and, and I, I think, you know, it's such a long album because I'd been recording these songs, not knowing how I would release them. But when there was finally a feeling of resolution in my own life, that's whenever I knew it was, it was ready to go out into the world. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a journey, the album. So you would say that the album is more, you say, I know you said it's telling the story, but I would say more of a personal um, spotlight into your life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very, it's a very intimate album. Um, it's very personal, but I do think that because it gets so specific and so personal that there are actually really um, kind of like tangible experiences and feelings that, that listeners can can connect with. Are there any songs that you cut from the album? Um, well, I mean, there are so many songs that I have written um, over the last four years and a lot of them the majority of the songs that I've that I've made are not in the album. Um, talking about all the songs that you made, but you know how when you go through all of the songs and you be like, okay, this made the cut for the album. Then we're gonna have a final cut, and you come to the final cut and be like, yeah. So were there any songs that you had to cut from the album? Um, I'm trying to think. I. Once I really, once I decided I was certain that I wanted to release it as an album um, and not just break it up into smaller EPs, and I and I put the album together, I think everything that I I included in the first run is still on there. Okay. Tell me about social media. Mm. <laughs> wow. I have heard been called a beast. I have heard it been called time consuming and people just get other people to do it. What is your personal take on social media as being an artist? Um, it's honestly the reason it's a large part of the reason why I put off um, committing fully to being an artist for as long as I did. Why? I, I mean, I think when I was in grad school, especially because it was a music business program. So many of the professors were, you know, talking about music from, you know, the business perspective, from, you know, making money, from data and 
and everything was social media, social media. They need to have this many followers and and this many likes, and and they need to have a brand and 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 look this way and this aesthetic. And I was so not into that, and um, I and and I felt really. Um, really disheartened by that by by this idea that okay well if i want to be a, a, a music artist then i have to commit all my time to social media but i really just want to make music and um i think recently i mean it has for the past you know month that's absolutely been the case i have been completely consumed by by social media um and you know i'm really excited for the day when i can hire someone to do it for me um but right now you know i think i now that i now that i am putting myself out there as an artist i want to make sure that the foundation of you know these sites where you're seeing who I am, how I'm presenting myself. I want to make sure that I have control over that and that, you know, what is being put out into the world is really coming from me. And then at some point, you know, I can hand it off with with something that's already, you know, kind of in the, the shape that I'm looking for and say, yeah, just continue with this. Um, and and yeah, I just I just got a TikTok like five days ago. I put that off for a really long time. Because I also I'm, I'm I'm very like sensitive to noises and, and things and, and I find TikTok to be incredibly overstimulating and I hate how if I open it it just starts playing immediately. Um, that in your settings. I can I can fix that. Yes. <laughs> I'm learning so much. I gotta fix that because it seems like a kind of unavoidable. Uh, necessity as far as like promoting yourself as an independent artist but I, I also hate being on it <laughs> <laughs> okay well I thank you for coming I want you to tell everybody your social media handles how they can find you the name of your album your latest single anything else that you would want to tell us about Lindsay Okay, um, so I am on Instagram at lindsaybinzy95. Spell it. L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-B-I-N-S-E-Y underscore. No, there's no underscore. I'm sorry. Just go straight to the 9-5. I'm too much social media. There's too many different things. Um, You can find my band on Instagram at Ned and Wendy underscore the band and that's n-e-d-a-n-d-w-e-n-d-y underscore the band Um, (laughs) i'm on tiktok as lindsey ferguson music i think um and i'm also on facebook as lindsey ferguson you can find my music on your preferred streaming platform um, my newest album is called Being a Girl, and um, I'm also on YouTube as Lindsay Ferguson Music. And I guess all I would like to leave you with is uh, I really do 
uh, implore you to listen to the album. I think that any listener will be able to find something to connect with in it. And uh, if nothing else, it is an hour of getting some sort of understanding of what it means to be a girl. You heard her. You can find her on all streaming platforms. You can find her at Lindsay Ferguson Music on YouTube, Facebook, and her Twitter. And I'm going to assume Instagram. You can find us on the podcast, on all your podcasting preferred podcasting platforms. Find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and on the website at www.blonde-intelligence.com. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Bye.